start recording. So you see that computer's puting. Y'all actually won the, uh, an award, um, the Boss Mag 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. Y'all won for that media outlet. Man, I don't even know. He <laughs> like I won. <laughs> he didn't even know he won. <laughs> what you say? Who won it? You won the Boss Magazine 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. Yo, yo, what's good? It's your boy, Jack Freeze, aka Kino. We're here with another legendary, legendary, legendary guest. Um, without further ado, we have Shamira Poetic Reed. Man. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, y'all. We definitely got hand sanitizer all the time. So I see a couple people getting like, yo, he's a lot of hand shaking for me and coke. No, we're cool, okay? God is the next thing to clean. Right? So without further ado, we like to always start off with honor our legend by first of all telling them, like, you know, Sella, we want to know where you started from. So where you grow up? Uh, I'm from Cali, San Diego, California is where I'm born and raised, and I rep till I go. What block though? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like well, like, so it was the full thing. Like so, because people from Cali gonna watch and say, "Oh, okay, I grew up there." Okay, well, I'm from San Diego. Uh, mm-hmm. when I came up in Chula Vista, you know what I'm saying. Um, I graduated high school in East Lake. Wait, we ain't going that far yet. Uh, okay. So, what was it like growing up there? Uh, on the was, early side of things, like the younger part, like young, like what do you remember, like your youngest little fond memory, like growing up? Um, I mean, Chula Vista, at least, like it, it, there's a lot of, um, so <laughs> compared to like, so when I compare it to here, like me being a teacher and seeing students at the age I was when I was in Chula Vista, like it wasn't as it's more diverse um, out there. There wasn't too many blacks where I was at. Um, there were there. There was a lot of Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, and white. So I know Spanish, you know, I can understand a lot of Spanish. I can't speak it as much anymore. But it was cool. I was out moving and grooving. It wasn't as strict as these days, you know. It wasn't as much going on um, in a bad way. I was, I was a baller. I play ball. So, what? you know what I'm saying, yeah. I was always... Just on that out, huh? all day, you know what I mean? <laughs> they wouldn't expect it because I was always the chubby little one, but I had uh-huh. handles, and I make them. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying all day, but yeah. So I mean, it was cool back back then in San Diego and Chula Vista. When I was coming up, I was all I was at at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was at the gym balling, mm-hmm. or at school, or just you know what I mean, skateboarding. I skateboarded. Well, I did all that extra man, stuff. I mean, to me, like that's dope because I mean, we like those diverse stories because you don't want everybody had the same story. Yeah, like I grew up in, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, so to me, like, that's dope. So, like, you grew up with your mom and your dad in the house? Um, I grew up with my mom and my dad. They weren't together. Mm-hmm. But um, they separated when I was probably like three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But my dad has always been present. My mom always been a dope mom. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? In there. So, shout they both were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to moms and pops. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that was a blessing to have them both, you know. So um, I would ask you early influences, but um, by me doing my research, your dad gave you your first guitar, correct? Yeah. Well, so my granddad, rest in peace, he gave me my first 
guitar um but my pops he got me one as well and a piano he got me anything like as far as musically if i was like pops i needed to do this to do that he was always with it since right. jump you right. know what i mean so um like growing up in um cali in that area did you kind of acquire like a different taste for music than what what generally people learn so like what kind of people did you listen to when you were there like like growing up on the music side um See, I was listening to what my pops and my moms listened to. So the Anita Bakers okay. and the um, my dad was really big on Biggie and Pac. You know okay. what I'm saying back then, you know, and uh, who else? The, the Drew Hills and the you know what I'm saying like I was on them. And then I actually ended up getting to open for Drew Hill, which was dope because mm -hmm. I was always listening to him and all that stuff. All right. But yeah, it wasn't no difference because my pops, my mom and my dad are from Connecticut. So they're from the oh, East Coast. Wow. But then my dad was in the military and that's how they got out to Cali. So I'm a Cali baby, but they still, so I still got the best of both yeah. worlds. You know what I mean? Because, because to me, when you listen to your music, you have like an East Coast kind of style to which, which appeases me. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm biased. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, like, me and my sister listen to West Side Gun all the right here. Right? So, 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 um, so, so in school, were, were there any type of things like you were into that kind of, you know, that, that kind of contributed to where you were now, like in like early grade school? Uh -huh. I worked for the newspaper, or the, the little school newspaper, which I have a magazine publication now, Poetic University. Um, uh, with the music, I was always in all the talent shows. Now, when I was in, was it? I was, I think I was in seventh grade. It started in seventh grade. I had did a talent show. And they threw money on the stage. What? And so after that, I was like, yo, this, is, this might be what I need to be doing. I did Bow Wow. And it was when he was doing a little Harlem Shake and doing all that extra yeah. stuff. I mimicked that. And then they, they did that. And then the after school program for another school asked me to go to their, uh, they asked me to perform at their little fa talent show or whatever the case may be. And then people was throwing dough then, like right. and like, and I wasn't asking for it or nothing. They just was like, "Oh, this little girl over here, Harlem, rapping, sea walking or whatever you call it." So I was like, "Okay, maybe that's what I need to be doing." So, um, um, any local music artists that, like listen to that were from there at that time? Um, out in Cali, Mitchie Slick. I mean, he's big. I mean, but that's Dago. Give him love. Give him you love. know what I'm saying? And I've rocked with him too. So all all the ones that I grew up. I ended up linking with um, who else? <sighs> now that you put me on a spot, I'd be like Demi Dago. That's mm -hmm. my guy. He's a local out there who I actually grew up with. So he wasn't yeah. who I was listening to when I was young. But as we started getting on the scene, him, Cognac, uh, Country Boy Slim, all of them is in Dago right now and getting to it. That's know? fire, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. So, um, so during that time, you know what I'm saying, you are going, going back and forth with like your mom and your pops and going to school. What's like like for you at this point in time? I mean, are you happy? Are you content as a young kid? Uh, you know, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was cool. I was, I was. I was living, I was blessed, I'm for sure blessed, you know what I'm saying, so I, I, I've never, I feel like I've had the best of both worlds, because my pops um, was more, my pops, had, like for instance, my pop had a whip, mom don't, you know what I'm saying, so I had the best of both worlds to where I had to struggle, but then I had it good, you know what I mean, 
um, my mom ended up leave, leaving and moving back to Connecticut, and my dad stayed in Cali. So for a minute, for holidays, I'd fly back and forth. So you so was that. the East Coast player, a little bit of West Coast Oh, yeah, player. my whole life. Because uh, it started off, like, when we were younger, um, my dad, yeah, my dad, once he got to Cali and for the military, he stayed out there. My mom had moved to Connecticut and then moved back and then moved back to Connecticut. So I did the whole every holidays we take flights, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to see Pops. And I only see him for holidays for a few months right. at a time or a couple weeks at a time. So, But it, they always made it work. So right. my remembrance of all that is cool because they made it work. You right. know what I mean? And that's all I knew. So it was cool, and I always was able to do what I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was music, I played ball coming up, so all the basketball camps and tournaments and, you know, having to travel for that, I was always able to do that. So it was cool. I mean, you know, life, I, I we we all have our ups and downs and, and, and you know what I mean, trials and tribulations, but for the most part, things have been pretty solid. Well, uh, we're going to progress a little bit. I want to ask you about Connecticut. Like, what are things like you like about Connecticut? What I liked is my family was there. My dad um, is one of nine, I think. Nine, yeah. Nine or ten. And all of them got kids, and their majority are in Connecticut. My mom is one of seven or eight, mm-hmm. and they're all in Connecticut. And they all got So being out there was a bunch of family. Now, mind you, I'm not totally used to that because I'm from Cali so they were all in Connecticut so I would go back and forth but I the majority of my time was in Cali so being out there that's good but there was a lot of killing it was real hood out there too you know what I mean so yeah Shout out to both so you feel me yeah so um um name poetic um that wasn't your first name was it mm-hmm. what your first rap name was it because I got a couple written down. Here. I'm not sure if they're your rap names or not. What names you got? Uh, um, I Speak You Listen, is that one? Oh, that wasn't one of my names, but I used that for like, like social media or... and stuff like that. And then the other one was kind of weird. I was like, is it Jack Off Z? J A K O V, then a Z. Oh, I remember. Oh yeah, I don't know that one. I mean, maybe it was a mistype of that. But I have never seen it. But <laughs> no, so so like over the rap name like you said it on before you got to the poetic, which I think is a dope name and I love the way you spell it before. Thank you. Uh I was baby girl. Baby girl. Before before poetic, I was baby girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's all. It's probably a million people with that name, baby. Million, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then the poetic, that kind of came, and that. So, baby girl was given. Well, I, I just was like, I'm gonna call myself baby girl, but poetic was given to me, so that kind of stuck. Right. I just spelled it with two eyes because I, feel, I see everything. Right. But um. That's hard. I like that. Yeah, but they people say. I don't like to talk if it there's no content in it. You know what I mean? A lot of people just be talking to hear themselves speak. When I talk, I want to always plant seeds or, or have, you know, a good conversation. Um, so somebody has said, I just, I always talk poetic. Like, my my speech is poetic. I was like, okay, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> well, Shadow well, said that, it was a very, it's a very dope name to give her. So, um, what was it like making your very first song, or was it a transition from act, like actual poetry, uh, poetry, or was it, or did you transition to it from just already performing, like like doing talent shows? Because some people start off 
being poets and they slowly come out their bag or the rap. It's like you start out kind of performing. Mm-hmm. I was, I've been singing since I was four. I started spitting at eight. Um, but I was always writing poetry. Mm-hmm. But I never just came out as a poet. You know what I mean? I never just, I would always either, I would grab a beat off of, no, this was back when it was cassettes that oh, had the singles. And it had the single, and then it'll have the instrumental. On the other side. Yeah. yeah. Dang, yeah. that makes me feel yeah. old we saying there, stuff like that. I come from the era where it'd be on one side, you go to the other side, and it got the instrumental. Back when they didn't have, you could look up lyrics. You had to listen to it and then write it down. Like, but I was on that initially, you know what I'm saying? And then, then getting to YouTube and doing all that stuff and just writing it. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I started off singing. I was singing at... At the four, because I, I did a, a performance. I remember performing for Kurt Franklin and the family at this. Uh, my dad worked at the prison out in Connecticut or out in Cal Donovan. You know what I'm saying? He worked there, and they had like a, a community of the blacks that worked there who had a, a, a group called the ABCW, and they would host events in like at the bowling alley and skating rinks and barbecues and we'd raise money to do stuff for the community and the kids and stuff. They did an event, Kurt Franklin and the family came and I opened up singing Monica and I was eight. That was my first time performing in front of like a crowd of people. And, but after that, that's when I did the Bow Wow thing in middle school. Wait, wait, wait. So, so take them back to that moment. Were you nervous at all? Was I nervous? Yes. What was the day? I mean like. I don't, I don't remember like to the T, but I know I was eight. Uh-huh. It was a bunch of people. I was singing. I know I didn't say, because this was back when I found the lyrics by listening to it and writing it down. So I must have said some of the words wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know I must have yeah. thought, but I sang it and they they showed so much love. Like, they, and I was not eight. Like, you know what I mean? I was, a, I was nervous, but once I got out there, I feed off Right. You know what I mean? So once I started, they give me love. So I'm like, okay. And and then you know, knowing that Kirk Franklin and the family was in the oh building listening God. to me, you know, what I mean, I was like, yeah, that's dope. That, that had to feel truly amazing. It, it was. That that's that one got the hook right there. That that was the first taste. You know what I'm saying? Like I got that, and then still was a kid, so I still went back. But then once it got to the whole talent show at middle school, that's when I really it was over with. So, um, okay, so now we're trying to get into when you first record. So, like, when did you first record? Do you remember your first song? Like, you I do. I do. And my cousin will not let me forget it. Let's do it. Um, so, let's do it. Yo, uh, I was, it was called Pop Your Collar. It was called Pop Your Collar. Pop Your Collar. And I was in. That was an era, by the way. Like, the Pop Your Collar era was a thing. Yes, it was, and I was little. And I, when, when, it, when I hear that song, I'd be like, delete it. Why do you still have it? He said, I'm going to hold on to it until once you get there, I'm about to. I said, you better stop. But but I was, I think I was like 12 when I first recorded in the studio. I was 11 or 12, I think. And I did a song, and I wrote it myself. Like, I've always written all my music. Like, so whether if it was corny, if it was whatever, it was for me. Nobody goes right for me at all. You know what I mean? So, so, um, so, um, so, 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 not, so, not so, so, during high school, are you doing the random stuff people do, or are you more or less like focus on books and also focus on writing and still trying to perfect the craft? 
What do you um, mean? And, and ball, of course. So. I was I played ball, so I played uh, I played ball, so I had that. But I was always into music, so every talent show, every the pep, I didn't oh pep assemblies. Yeah. I don't know how they do it out pep here. Rallies, yeah. yeah, pep rallies or pep assemblies. Like I would perform in that, and it'd be live because you got all the great everybody's in there, yeah. and then they go. Everybody knew me, so they got live. So that all of that all added to you know the whole being here. You know right. what I'm saying? And see now my motive behind it has shifted right. as I've grown, but back then all the love I got, and then. Being a baller too, so you get the love from being the baller, but then she raps too, right. she the one. You right. know, and that was high school. Right. So, so then you ended up going to uh, Sac State, um, and um, and you majored at that point in time in um, in journalism. So um, was that always a passion of yours, or was it kind of like you? I mean, I've always loved to write. I love to write. Like I've written books. Coming up, I was the one who was writing books and then would give it to my friend to read, you know what I mean? And it's just like a bunch of papers, and they're like, are you finished? Like, I, I, I would still have chapters to go, and you know what I mean? I wrote short films. Really? I done wrote, yeah, I love to write, so I figured I'd go to school for writing. And originally, I was going to go to Ohio University because they're um, really good with journalism. Like that's what they're one of their known for, but I ended up staying Catholic, going to Sac State. So before, so so at, so at this time, did you have any ties to Ohio at all? No. So I came here. Um, so we're still in college area, right? So so I don't want to bypass the whole. So well, so I didn't come out here until. Way. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've, I've only been here for a couple years. Okay. So let let us stay there. So so here. So 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 so, so Sac State going from you know having that influence going from Connecticut to uh, Cali back and forth. Now you at home at home state doing it. Um, what's the transition like for you going from high school into college? I mean, was it hard for you or is it? No. <laughs> Good. That was. So, okay, so, okay, Cali is huge. So, Absolutely. me going it's from. Own country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, country. me going from. I'm from Born and San Diego, which is like the bottom portion of, like, it's down here. Then I went to college up north at Sacramento, just over by Frisco and the Malaya and Berkeley and all that stuff. So, just to get from San Diego to Sacramento, about a nine hour drive. So I was, I, and, and, and I had just got a new car. Like, I got a car for graduation. Uh, so moving across town, having money, living in the dorms, I was ready to be gone. Right. I was like, bye, right. y'all. And then once I got out there, like, I had everything I needed. So it wasn't like I'm out somewhere else, I'm in school. You know what I mean? I instantly had something on deck out there. So right. I'm out there with money stuff. I'm cool. Right. I'm cool. So college was a great experience for you. Were you still doing music and performing while you were in college? I've never, from the time I started doing music, I've never stopped. So like, music has been my, like when I'm mad, a lot of times when people are going through and stuff like that, they may stop certain stuff or obligations happen. You have 
children, you do this, you do that, and I, I use the music as has always been my escape. You know what I mean? So when I was going through, I wrote about it. I've always had my own studio. My place now, I have a two-bedroom box to move into a house, but one room is the studio. Like I, I always have to have my spot in there. You know, so through college, I was doing shows. That's when we started. We started in 07. The CEO of New Era, by the way. Yes, sir. And shout out to Ray Got Skills. Shout out to Diverse. That's New Era. Absolutely. So, so you graduate, graduate from college. From college. Um, you received your bachelor's degree in journalism. You also get your minor in photography, graphic design, and video. Which is super dope, because to me it's like, no matter what, you're still progressing with your life. Also still putting time into your craft and putting things to what you love. And I think a lot of people will say that. A lot of people say, this is my dream, this is my passion, it's all I'm focused on. Not thinking of a small, um, what do you call those, the, uh, the peripheral things that go into build the whole thing. So, uh, so uh, what was your thought process behind that? I, I have to first give thanks to God because he told me what my purpose was and my mission was from jump, and I heard it. So sometimes he'll speak to you and, and, and people don't hear, mm-hmm. or they don't want to hear, or whatever the case. I heard it from jump, and I knew what I wanted to do. So from jump, I was the one who was always, like, every time, like, I would go with my pops, um, I remember, like, he got me on Tuesdays and Wednesdays every week, you know what I mean? And the first thing he'd do, and now that I'm grown, I understand what he was really doing. He ain't had no food in that. This is what he would do. This is what he do. Every time he picked me up, we first go to the grocery store, he let me pick out everything that I want. You know what I'm saying? See, and I just like, my dad's cool. I get to get what I want when I'm over here. And I would always go to the magazine out of so I had all the Word Up magazines. I was the one who, when you put me into my room, I had posters all over the wall. The Black Beat, the Double XLs, the I was a magazine head. So since then, I love all of that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, once it came time for, okay, you go to school, what you go to school for, well, what do you got to do to do magazines? You know what I'm saying? And they said journalism, so I did that. And my minor first was recognition, because I will be opening like rec centers that provide you um, spaces to do the arts. Whether I want to link you with um, with Marlon Shackle for those of them doing great work right now. They're actually doing the inception of putting together something yes. similar to that. So I definitely want to link you with Marlon Shackle for when it comes in here. But go ahead. Go. Yes. 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 See? So, so the, the networking works, works okay? Yes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I, it's all for the youth. Again, I'm a teacher, you know, now. And I, I fell into teaching, you know what I'm saying? But it's a blessing I did. But So, I, at first it was regular leisure, but I changed my mind into general communications, which is the photography, graphics, and video, because it would go hand in hand with my major to where I'm like a threat. You right. know what I'm saying? Like triple triple right at that a one stop shop. Mm-hmm. You come to me, we could get the marketing together, we could get the. All of that together. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, um, so, so, um, let's run down some of your notable performances that, like, you've had. Because, I mean, um, you, I mean, you brought the Drew Hill. I'm pretty sure, like, that's not the only one. So, what's some of the other ones, like, you've had? I loved, I think my favorite was Lloyd. When I, I opened for Lloyd at the Mezzanine in San Francisco. And that was dope. So, it's a different kind of opening up. And as, as, 
experienced breeds wisdom. So I can only tell what I've experienced, and I've been through the whole piece. Say, yeah, I hope it's cool. But there was like 10 people, before, and then they wasn't even there when you performed. They popped up for 20 minutes because they were only paid for a parent's But I went through companies, and you know, I've had management and all that extra stuff to where it was just they have to screen your music to make sure your music matches with the headline and then you get a certain amount of time and you have to blah, blah, blah. so Lloyd was my favorite though because he's mad cool mm -hmm. like the whole he, he had our rooms was right by each other right. or behind the uh, backstage and all that was dope. I Maya, Maya's Maya, Maya's mad cool. Oh God! I did, and we did hoopla. Hey, how you still say Maya around me? <laughs> yeah, she mad cool though. Yeah. She cool people. Yeah, she real cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ain't got no sense. Go ahead. Uh, who else? Who else? Lloyd, Maya, Sahai the Prince. I don't know Word. who. Word. Sahai, yeah. Sahai. Um, he came out the day ago and we rocked. No dope on Sundays is one of my favorite uh, mm -hmm. albums. Uh, Eric Bellinger. I've Eric Bellinger. Uh, done some. I did a couple of. He came down to San Diego for our All Star Basketball game. We brought him out, and he he's right down the street from San Diego, so he come to Diego all the time. Right. And I did a couple of events with him. Uh, R.I.P. Nip. R.I.P. Nip. You know what I'm saying? I, I've done a few. I've done an event. I've done an event with him, but I've been at events where my people's hosted. But right. I've only performed on the same stage as they performed. That's still uh, legendary. Yeah. <laughs> That's still legendary. Saying, but those are... Like some of the notable ones. Notable ones. So um, 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 are you pro or anti-management? Pro or anti-label? I mean, obviously you got your own. <laughs> management, I need a manager. So okay. if anybody out there think that they got... Now it's going to be a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? But management, I've had management. But what was some of the drawbacks of ha uh, of having management? Because I mean, you ain't got to put names on it, but at least put the things in perspective because you're helping the artists behind you. You know what I mean? So like, what is something about management that put a bad taste in your mouth? It is it. that story right there. The same one you're looking at. Don't look past that. One. That story you just looked at. That one. Let me take a sip with you. All right. <laughs> Drinking Jesus juice here. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> So my situation is, I, my the the manager that I had was great at what she did, but there was things outside of the music that clashed that made that not right. work. But as far as management and her doing her job, she was on point. You know what I'm saying? So what I would recommend with artists in the management is um, they have to be on one accord, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, at all times. Just like with any relationship, whether it be whatever type yeah. of relationship, I think there should be like checkups right. every other month. Just come to the table and be like, is anything cool for real? Oh, look, I thought you were saying like, if y'all relationship, y'all be able to go get checkups oh, together. I'll be sure. It's just y'all, but, I ain't got no sense. I, I can say that. Over there. So yeah, yeah. So like, but yeah, just being. There should be like checks and balances of okay, what are we working on? Where are like how far are you in that process? And then you know like them ask you okay, so what's the next thing coming? So like you're saying like that makes it what you would like to have in management. Uh yeah, and just yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Like with, with the situation though, it was like 
like say if I'm over here in my music, I'm talking about positive vibrations, and then my manager is out here beating people up. You know what I mean? Like it's opposite. Shout out to Whack 100. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It just don't go. So y'all got to be on one accord, like all the way, because I can't be pushing the issue and really be about this, and then you're. It, it's not matching, huh? you know what I'm saying? Because we're a representation of each other. If you're managing me, what you do affects me, I feel. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that was that situation. Yeah. So. Not, it, not that she beat somebody up, but it was like total Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's kind of like the, the, the picture that matches frame. Yeah. All right. So, um, so now we're transitioning to when you came to Ohio, or you want to speak more to like the uh, California lifestyle than like you lived in mm-hmm. the time. Anything you want to put in there? Um, after I graduated college, it was go. How did it feel to graduate college? I mean, I, I, I'm a graduate of St. Clair Community College. You know what I'm saying? The the, the, the legendary St. Clair Community College. You Every you dope boy didn't graduate from the place. Graduate. Absolutely. So you hear that? So did it. Um, it was good. Like I, I, um, I graduated. So here's the thing. I went to Sac State. And I walked, I did the whole walking ceremony and all that, but I was missing one credit. So I didn't get my diploma yet, but I was like, I'm, you know, I had already, everything was all, so I went back to San Diego, so I went to San Diego State. That's a misnomer, by the way, as well. Like, when you walk out that stage and, like, they give it to you, you open up that beautiful... Uh, fake le- leather thing yeah. open up and then like a little letter yeah, in there. It's, 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 it's not your degree in there. Yeah, it's never that. You get that sick. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. yeah, yeah so. but, but, you know what I'm saying? Spoiler I'm, alert. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they get it right there. Like, yeah. yeah, so like don't do nothing stupid on your day of graduation. You will not graduate. You get a piece of paper saying that you almost graduated. Until, right. Yeah. So, 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 you still have one more credit than like you have to do. Yeah, but I didn't initially, so I didn't graduate from Sac State, go back home, and go right back to school. Right. I was on the go. Like, uh-huh. I went to Texas. I don't know who's heard of the South by Southwest. Oh, South by Southwest. Yeah, come on. Like, I that's drove, a man, we, we drove, me and my a group of us, we had, I, we, I remember, we rented two Escalades. They rented two Escalades. Right. And I was Respectful. just in the vehicle. Right. You know what I mean? They, they wrote, they, uh, we went up there deep. Got an Airbnb out there. We performed wait, wait, wait. about two, three stages. What did that festival look like when you got there? It to me, dope. I'm not afraid of any stage in America. But going out there seeing those rabbit fans, like they out there in mud. Everywhere. Mud everywhere. Everybody drunk. Like, they, like they're literally throwing drugs at people in the. <laughs> Have you heard of Coachella? Yeah. Have you ever been? I've never been to Coachella. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know if comparing those two, but Coachella, it'd be mad people. Like, Everywhere. But South by Southwest is kind of similar because they have multiple stages at multiple times. It's right? all downtown. Like, it's packed. Like, it's just on the streets. There's all the lounges and bars and outside stages. And it's just people everywhere. Right. Or, like, I want to say it's a full week or four or five days they mm-hmm. do it. Um, but when we went there, it was dope. We came prepared. So we had flyers and business cards and shirts made. So we were all looking the part, right, you know what I'm right. saying? Uh, that's a matter of fact, when I went is when I uh, first met um, the Migos. This was before they were yeah. anything. They were handing out uh, CDs in the with permanent marker, you know what I'm saying? And I 
yeah, I, I, I'm not that big, not to knock them. Shout out to all of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't really listen. So I didn't listen there either. Right. You know what I mean? Let me find out you frisbee the Migo first CD. I'm the Escalade too, like, brokies. No, But 
But to me, um, um, what I like what, what like you were doing with the um, magazine was something we had um, here, which is actually like an exception that happened with Smith and Benny Park, which um, we call the legendary handshake. You know, Smith not here; he'll be here later today for our, um, for our other interview. Um, um, uh, we call Boss Magazine. And it, uh, it's legendary Rob Hood. If you guys are playing the legendary uh, people podcast bingo, then put the chip on Rob Hood. His name came up again. Tony Rubina came into the, it's some funny game they got going on. So, so they had the Boss Magazine, which was kind of similar to that, but it wasn't like events attached to it. So I think like that's super dope that you were actually saying, okay, I put all you guys in thing, and then we're gonna do a event together. We're gonna do this together, and it's like it's super dope. Like to me. Um, there's a void because Rob Hood doesn't do it at all anymore. I think last week it was like 12 years ago. So for you to be doing it, it's super dope, man. It is super dope. You literally, it's like a legendary handshake. Well, that's all I can say it because me, Rob Hood is legendary because of that, and you are doing it now. It's dope. It's more needed now than it ever was because, like for instance, um, like you said before, it is, um, you know, people, here, it's like, they're rapping towards you because you're not from here, right? Now we're rapping towards me because now I'm not a rapper. I don't rap anymore. Now it's like, okay, he's not a competition with me anymore. Boom, right? Or your music is different from mine, so now, you know what I'm saying, it's cool. But back in the day when I was doing music, it was like, I ain't really trying to do something with him because he's going to try to out-rap me on the song. That's what I was, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I, I can battle rap. Like, I, I want to out-do you on the song, so I'm not the person you're going to be like, okay, let me go home with my song, like the chick song. I'm going to body you with the chick song. Like, so, so, so to me, I understand exactly what you mean when you say that, and to me, it is super dope that you take it, like, a step back in order to get people a step forward. And to me, like, that's legendary. I think that I appreciate you for Yeah, but yeah, I guess you could, 
I mean, so, so I had I had this. Uh, well, I guess you can say that. Mm-hmm. You can say persistence is one of them. I'll count that. Cause I did stuff before, but that was I guess the one. You still pulling yourself out, kind of, but like a typical one, you put together a full conscious project of yeah. the and you put it together. Yeah. So, um, talk about the core zone, evolving with the music, but still staying true to your true art form. So, I ne- if you listen to any of my music, uh, well, I, I don't not curse it. I don't. I don't do it anymore in my music. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have, I perform everywhere from churches mm-hmm. to schools to clubs. I don't want to have edited versions. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I want to be able to take this and I speak, you listen. I don't want to be sensitive. Yeah, you better say it. Yeah, that. So, you know what I mean? I, that's staying true. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, like a, my, my boy Diverse, he's a part of New Era. When we first started, I like to call it we were cousins, you know, right. that's my brother. But initially we were cousins, as he was still doing him, you know what I'm saying? But then as we started building, and I'm like, okay, if you want to get on a song with me, you can't cuss. So you can do what you do and you do what you do, but if you want to do something with me, that's not going. You know what I mean? So he started doing that, and then he start, we start performing at schools and getting paid, and. You know what I mean? Clubs, people be cheap. Half of them don't got enough but for a drink. You know what right. I mean? Like so going to certain places you gotta know. But once he started getting the taste of getting that other stuff, you know, he started swapping out and we got real close and he came on to New Era. And if you part of the squad, all that extra is out, you know what I mean? But there's more benefit in that. So, you know what I mean? I feel like that, if nothing else, me staying true to myself in this process was just always keeping it real. What I'm going through is what I'm gonna talk about. And if I'm going, th- and I always try to speak on it in a tasteful way. So right. even if I'm talking about love or sex or whatever, I'm gonna speak on it in a tasteful way to where your grandmama gonna hear it or your niece will hear it and be like, they won't, it won't be like busted wide open or any of that type of way. You know what I mean? I feel like you could say the same thing with different uh, deliveries and you can receive something different by how you deliver it. Which I want to commend you because like for instance, uh, I watched you with the um, dating double XL and you bodied it. Like, and it was like I had to be respectful of other people because you know like they're grandma's but, but to me like you did a very like amazing job. I mean and you can tell like you pushed your pen more than the average person do because for like one person can go and say glass and then they'll run on that. You are doing multiple rap patterns. I, I understand that because I used to rap, like I rap rap. Like that's the one thing that people are respecting on it is because I come with a Especially if you're a battle rapper. Yeah. You, you have to have that type of, you have to. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. Yeah, so, so, so to me, like it was super dope to see somebody still keeping the art from alive because a lot of people just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like to say the shot value thing or say a current event bar or just to just get to a punch that that's appealing, but you put more into it. So that also testament to what you do as a, uh, a writer, because when you're saying, okay, well, uh, I'm gonna find a different way of explaining this topic rather than using a shortcut. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like I always say, elevator up, elevator down. I like taking the stairs. So you taking the long way of writing is gonna make it better. I rock with you. I rock with you just from that. 
I say that all the time. Like I would rather, I tell everybody, I would rather climb the steps because if I fall, I'm only going to trickle down a couple steps and I can still oppose to trying to get somewhere quick. When you fall, you're going right down and it's always harder trying to get back. You know what I mean? So by even you using that analogy speaks value. That's, that's I write it. And, and, and I'm going to short on time. I'll talk about my sister bad dog practice. But um, let's just run down, um, you know, like the PCP, which is one of my favorite songs by you, which is pain, change people, hurt people, hurt people. I love that concept. I learned from my best friend, Brittany, there, by the way. Um, another legendary shout out. Uh, but yeah, so like, walk us through the um, process of when you made that song. Was it something you were going through or just. Yeah, something I was going through, something people that were around me. It, it's a norm, like. Hurt people hurt people. And sometimes they don't do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes they do. You know what I mean? Like, And if you watch the video, shout out to uh, Ebony, Dominique. Oh, Ebony. Yeah, I was her. Yeah, I shout her. out to Sia Dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my boy D. Frost and Pierre Diverse, who's featured on there. But we actually, they came out to Cali with me. We, shoot that, we shot that video in Cali. And we all flew out there and had a, you know, we was out in the Bay Area and shot that. Shout out to Sly Peso. He shot that for me. Um, but that video, Pain Changes People, is a, is a real thing. You know what I mean? And, and that song is explaining that. Hurt people, hurt people. And then my verse was really on some, if you on that, you can stay over there. You know what I mean? Like, I already peeped that you're going through something, so I'm not going to charge you to your heart. But I'm going to let you stay over there and I'm going to do me because I ain't got time for that. You know what I mean? Right. If you listen to my artist, uh, Diverse, his verse, he was Five. he was more on some. He, had a, his, he got this line that I love. He says, hurt people, hurt people until they genuinely change. And that's like my favorite. You can try to act like this and that, but until you heal yourself, you're not going to be... You know what I mean? Better for nobody else. You know what I mean? So that was that one. So um, here, here at Legendary People Podcast, I'm going to call it Butterfly Effects. It's something you said that was profound or an interview or something. And of course, if you do my research, that I found truly profound, right? So um, you think the first time we met was at the Jay Venice event. Shout out to Jay Venice. The first time I met you was actually at a First Fridays event. At, um, at Tyler Farrell, Art, Tyler Art Farrell. has no rules. Shout out to him. He's one of the sponsors for the magazine. Shout out to him. Which, which, which he actually was on our platform as well. So, but, but to me, like what I found too, too profound about it was my first time meeting you. You treated me as equally as you did second man. Right? Like the first time I'm there with my uncle, who is um, a starving artist, and you know I wanted to get him acclimated in the art culture because he paints. So I took them down there, and you show love to everybody in there. You make sure everybody was like, to me, you shine without trying to. You really have like a thing about you that I feel is beneficial to us, artists, and the world. I don't think you can just stop at what you're thinking as an artist. Because like I said before, I thought maybe I was going to be an artist. But I'm really just like talking to people, rocking the crowd. and You can do that without rapping. You know what I mean? I feel you have something that's. Truly amazing, and I, and I want you to continue going on. So with that being said, what's next for Poetic? Well, I do have a short film that I'm working on that I actually need to tap in with you with because I think you would be a good fit for it as well. Sorry. But that, I'm, I'm working on that, you know what I mean? This album is, 
is really doing good right now. The numbers are doing great. So I appreciate everybody from out here to California, people in Germany been showing love, like out of the country, like thank all of y'all. Um, yeah, so new music. I, I Oh, Lanes featuring Jay Vez is going to be dropping in the beginning of October. Shout out to Dre Shot This. He's the one who shot this. Yeah, so yeah. We got Candy Bars uh, in there. We got um, Natural Onyx. She's on there. We got um, the Love Locks, you know what I mean? So, so it, it's going to be, that video is going to be really fun. They're all featured in their acting, not performing but acting you know what I mean so, so you know um, Solo you passed the whole uh, interview but now I gotta get to the part where I gotta get it because now I'm mad at you because I couldn't find the song interview reality lay your head down featuring O'Brien and Motto featuring Stuntman where are these songs at where are they at give them up okay <laughs> and those are old yeah I, I, I like old songs old songs got nostalgia uh, to it you know what so those songs may be on um SoundCloud, or maybe I took them down. I Reverb Nation, probably. Reverb, sheesh. It's probably on Reverb Nation. You gotta send me a link to one. Yeah, the interview is dope. All of those songs is dope, too. I, I remember making it that. I graduated in 2012, mm -hmm. so I probably made those in 2012 or 2011. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I gotta hear what happened through this college and straight straight to the music. I I, I love. Back then it was a little different than now. Right. So if you listen to those music, that, those songs, it's a little different. It's still dope, mm -hmm. but I'm a little bit more explicit in those songs. Well, good. Let's hear it. <laughs> so um, make sure like you shout out your um handles and all that. Uh, I I A M P O E T I I C. I am poetic. Two eyes wherever you see an eye, you can find that. I am poetic .com. You, it's I am actually in the scriller at, at, like, at the bottom right there. It's, it's in there. You know what I'm saying? I am poetic .com. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. Um, that's me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the squad. New era. All day. Ray got skills diverse. Shout out to, you know, my new family out here. The Love Locks. You know, Truly. Dominique. Ebony Dominique. Mm -hmm. See a Dream. Samurai West. Um, shout out to Star for getting me on these ciphers and Oh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, you know, everybody. Everybody rocking with the magazine. Shout out to you oh, for having you. me here. What? Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm very appreciative to all of the love that I've been getting. You know so, I mean? thank you so much for bringing the light here. Of course, I'm Dash Resource, a.k.a. Peanut. I do uh, sales talk my dope every Sunday at 8 o'clock p.m. Um, I teach people, you know, simple ways to make money, man. Let's make it that so easy, man. So, without further ado, thank you so much. It's legendary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeff.